and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am really, really happy to be doing the show because I thought we might miss one completely this week, but we're here for you. It's the 1st of September. I am Crutch. I am always grateful to be here with Chief and the Goon, who have seen fit, soft seen fit, saw fit, one of those, to join me in our little excursion into uh, getting stuff off our chests. Goon, how are you? It's it's an excursion into madness. I have to be careful. I might want to check and see whether or not that's like a trademarked phrase of somebody. You know, can't I can't say uh, let's get ready to rumble. You know, without paying somebody. Well, that's true. Speaking you, of rumbling, just, how are you? How are you, Chief? No, I can describe saying it without saying it, and it's okay. You just can't say it a particular way. You can say the phrase isn't what's trademarked. It's the way that he said it. Yeah, but then his brother went and said it, and he didn't get sued. No, he said it's time. He doesn't say let's get ready to rumble. Oh, he's got a whole different phrase? That is correct, because they did go through that. Because, you know, brothers don't always get along. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Not like I would know, since other than you guys, I don't, I don't have any brothers. Well, no, Yankee Swamp Box. It's only because after they made you, they broke the mold. Yeah, okay, we can go with that. Or they just said, this one's so good, we don't need another one. Well, that's kind of what I did with my kid. I, my, my son was, was very, very wonderful as a baby, and I was convinced number two would be Damien. Took us 15 years, but that's okay. 13 for us. How about you, Chief? Oh, yours, yours is right off the bat, right? Uh, let's see. It was 13 months wow. after saying I do. Well, that's good because, you know, anything less than nine and people, you know, cock their eye and all. They, they talk. Yeah. Apparently the first child can take no time at all, but the other ones always take nine months. Is that even true anymore? Well, I mean, nobody cares anymore. You know, in the old I, days, you you were shipped off to your aunt's house in some other far state. So, you know. I I took a chance on my charisma today, uh, as I was uh, uh, as I was getting lunch in the uh, cafeteria that I used to eat at, low those many decades ago. Oh, really? And it reminded me of an old friend that I worked with when last I was in that building, who I have not talked to since. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 1987. Wow! There are people listening to this show who are not around then. That's true. There are people hosting the show who were not around then. Because the true. Yes, it is. What year were you born? Seventy-eight. Okay, so you were around you were, 87. You were, you were around. Mast. Good grief. No. no. Okay, so what, knowing my story, uh -huh. what happened? What happened? Well, was okay, everybody was, was born, and, and we're all still here, and eventually we'll all die. Other than that, what matters? Yeah, well, I mean, I already, I already went through death once, so. Maybe we should you know. just call you Lazarus. And what of Lazarus? Would not have been. I would stink just as bad. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I don't know. Well, I was thinking what? of the Star Trek one, but okay, yeah. Once again, my favorite line in in the good book. Hmm. But Lord, he's been in the two three days. He stinketh. Do they say stinketh? In the in the King James, they do. Literally stinketh. Stinketh. Yeah. Wow. You get the uh, U Vision Bible app, throw open the King James, and you'll you'll see it. If there there are many English words to describe the aroma coming from him, <laughs> yes, yes. In the in the more modern versions, it says things like there might be an odor or a bad smell. <laughs> still, yeah. still, I prefer the King James, and what I was. 
when I was teaching high schoolers. There, that was the first. There's his, Lord, yeah. by this time he stinketh, for he hath been in four days. He hath been dead four days. Verse 39. You're welcome. Yeah. Stinketh. There you go. You are, you are welcome. So, so at any rate, you know, I, uh, um, I got some chili and it was a uh, chili reminiscent of, uh, of what we used to get back in the day. Like when you worked at the firehouse? No, no. When oh, I worked back when you worked the, in that building. Oh, there were, the cook's name was pop and he made the chili and you had to like your chili spicy. Got it. That's the only way it came. And th- uh, uh, this must have been Pop's ghost overseeing the preparation of the chili today. This may have been chili Pop actually made. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it was a holiday, so yeah, it could could be. Is it possible chill, uh, uh, Pop is still alive? Uh, maybe, but I'm sure he's retired. Because I'll be honest with you, um, some people just never, never quit. I had a college professor who, in 1983, was ancient, okay? I mean, this is this guy, you know, the he, he, he looked like a skinnier version of Einstein, okay? Older than DJ? Yeah, I thought, well, I thought so. I thought so. I didn't know. I mean, he had all of his faculties, so that, you know, one step up. But um, I saw... What was it back like in 2015? He was just retiring. And I'm like, wait, what? That was like 30 years later and he's just retired. I'm like, well, he's got to be like 100. But yeah. So, so, so are you keeping track, Chief? That second time he's just derailed my story. <laughs> hey, look, man, the man has a quota. Okay. Let him, let him do his job. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please continue, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> You do need to finish your story now. I just, I just did. You can't, you can't sulk. Sure can. Oh, no, I'm calling your mom. So you got to remember, not only is he Italian, but he was also Catholic. So there, uh, uh, one thing us Jews did with guilt, we could never bring the guilt on ourselves like the Catholics could. So. Well, I've always, I've always said the Jews invented it and the Catholics perfected it. And, and so you, you were just, you're sharing those gifts with the rest of us, right? With great power comes great responsibility. God, God bless you, sir. Always a giver. I'm not. I'm, I'm done now. You may continue with at, your story. I at, totally apologize. At, at, <laughs> no, no need. I got to harass you. So that's a reward all in itself. I, uh, it put me in mind of, of, uh, people I used to eat with low those many decades ago. And one in particular, when I got back to my desk with my, uh, fire, fiery chili, I looked him up on our internal chat and he still works there. So we're having lunch on Wednesday. Well, now that's cool. I, I thought it was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, you were talking about kids. It's what reminded me. I was me eating chili and I thought of you. <laughs> Ooh, because it's not on the. We used to eat in that cafeteria every day. Where is he? Uh, he's in the building I mentioned. Ah, okay. And uh, so we're we're gonna go up there. There's a couple of restaurants up there that we can that we can go to. We were talking about kids. He has three adult daughters and one grandchild. Whoa. So I, I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of pumped and looking forward to this because. It, it's really been so long, and we ate lunch together every day. Uh, he and I share the same first name, oh, and uh, does one like of our goon? Wow, yeah, and uh, um, and Hurricane, and one of our other uh, compatriots used to sit there and do almost what we do now, except we're funnier. <laughs> It's a, so that, yeah, sometimes fun. you do find that old home week there. I mean, you know, it's all the same people. We just keep running into each other. Well, you know, and he would uh, he would be comfortable in the cafeteria because this we've talked about before. It hadn't changed. Here. They may have changed the curtains, but that's about it. You um, you guys want my uh 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 the the uh, cute animal section or not so cute animal section for this week? 
sure. We got animals. We always have animals so, on the show. So I was not in the office Thursday, but more on that later. I'm sure I have something <laughs> to say about it. Sure, sure. He was I, I working, will, as you can see my air quotes. I was working. I, will, I worked I, all but, day. I will say hmm. that that uh, it's funny that after you gave that article, Engineer Four Quartz and the entire uh, GTFO clan were all complaining about what happened, and he shared the link, and they're like, "So that's why we couldn't get to work." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Well, I I knew about this well before you guys because I have." <laughs> the inside scoop. And you didn't let us know. I was like, uh, you, you guys aren't on Discord while you're trying to get to work. <laughs> that would be cool. That that would be cool. Yeah. Yes. It, yes. it probably wouldn't surprise me with the uh, <laughs> the caliber of people they have there. I, I was going to say, I'm surprised Four Courts doesn't have us, doesn't have Discord work in, in his car, you know. So, so what our brother in arms is complaining about is that I got to work from home on Thursday. And uh, only at work. His his privilege is showing, Chief. Probably you hadn't noticed there. Yeah, so he, he doesn't understand the struggle it took for it when, like, when you were done with work and you had to go home. Because I counted the seconds it took <laughs> before you said, here. Yeah, that was one heck of a commute you had there, Goonie. There's quite a few stairs, you know, from the bunker up into the main part of the manor. My heart bleeds for you. I had to have Alfred make me a little snack. <laughs> oh. Is that Doug's new name or? <laughs> oh, oh my God. We get another dog. I've named him Alfred. That's perfect. <laughs> Alfred Petty. Doug's, Doug's not speaking to me. Gee, I can't imagine why. It wasn't my fault. But it was your doing. Shook has just walked in and looked like, you know, he's not buying that. <laughs> I just spoke to him. He still has eight words for you. <laughs> he's, he's he's not happy. Yes. Uh, so while I was at home, I was doing something called a red team review. Have you guys ever done that? Yes, Shook. Yep. Thank you. So I was, I was one of the guys who they said, you don't have any knowledge of this particular proposal. So come in, read the statement of work and read the, the and, and, and the section we give you and tell us if we, if we covered everything, pretend you're a government reviewer. And I did, and I wasn't overly critical, but I was critical enough. No, but man, man, the other people who reviewed, those guys are just mean. (laughs) I basically told them that they, they, they said, well, we're using innovative manic tools to do the management of this program. And they mentioned Excel a lot. Ugh. And my comment was, that's not exactly ringing my chimes, guys. Excel, that's not what I would call, you know, innovative. The The only thing that would be less innovative would be death by PowerPoint. Yeah. Or, I know. or using access use... for a database. Yeah. Hey. Why don't we just use pencil and paper? <laughs> Let's go to stone knives and bearskins. Exactly. You know, if you want, I, if you want to be innovative, at least you could put the Excel uh, documents in SharePoint or, or something useless like that. Or I know if you really wanted to collaborate with management, you could use something like Confluence. It's made for it. We actually stood up a temporary virtual machine in AWS, put all the documents there, and then closed the VM. <laughs> well, we are we are cutting edge. <laughs> okay. That would be more innovative than using Excel. Not much useful. So, <laughs> have you, the same utility, I'm thinking. Have you, gentlemen, ever had to use Thunderbird? The the email tool? No. Yeah. Uh, okay. My my brother is a uh, is a big fan, and I've had to provide tech support, and I I I do not like the tool. So. Have you ever tried to convert Thunderbird to a PST so that Outlook could read it? Never, never. I think I would be yep. drinking Thunderbird if I tried. I was going to say, <laughs> I've converted Thunderbird to other liquids, but <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really have to do anything. 
It's a natural. I have, I have had to do this. Oh my gosh. And since we were bringing up things that were useless. Right? It is Mozilla, which means that you can only use a certain thing because it only recognizes certain applications. So in order to catalog all the emails, that is the only thing that will recognize it. Hmm. Why? Lotus Notes. Oh, my oh, heavenly father. So I had I out, like, used this even available to kill kill water around the bunker right now. <laughs> I don't really. Get me some salt. Next thing you know, you're going to talk about symphony, which so was the demonic version of Lotus Notes. <laughs> yes, we're going to store everything in subversion. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh, ancient technology I folks for the if you do not understand these words i i suggest you uh, go find a computer like maybe a trs-80 and uh it'll all be there i i actually saw someone commenting you know that the project i'm on now for uh, configuration management uses clear case a, a, a product i am a recognized expert in quite the quite quite the expert yes sir and he sent me a quote that I'm going to use all the time now. It goes, ClearCase is a great configuration management tool, but it's an even better network analyzer. Because if your network has a problem, it'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yes. It, it, and it'll beats the network. Every network looks like a nail and it's a hammer. Do you know this whole week we've been trying to, to, we've had timeout problems, really bad ones. We think we licked it. Um, the, the problem appears to be that the domain controllers that were listed on all of our servers mm -hmm. had one uh, um, domain controller address that went um, nowhere. Hmm. So if they were searching for a domain controller and it got to that one, it would wait quite a while till it timed out, and then all sorts of unfortunate events occurred. Kind of like the Baltimore Road to Nowhere. Kinda. Did they ever take that down? I don't know. I don't drive anywhere near that place anymore. Anyway. Well, I drive fast, so I can't outrun the bullets, but I figure I can at least jink back and forth. There's going to be a bike race through Baltimore on uh, tomorrow. Bicycle? bicycle oh you got to be brave to do that well not only that but it's like gonna be like a billion degrees no it's not gonna be too hot tomorrow sunday it is is it maybe the race is on sunday because they were yeah, crying I, about the heat i'll have to go look at the race but it's a really long race and i'm just hoping they all make it yeah i mean it won't be the heat that gets them right. <laughs> didn't we start this race with a hundred bicyclists <laughs> why are we done yeah why well, we We've had we've had some serious lead poisoning. So we were talking about why uh, Engineer Four Courts and others couldn't get to work. Yeah. While I was at home working from home on this red team. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. Um, on the major road that goes into uh, the uh, uh, the place where we work, they um, there was a Greyhound bus heading east at sixty miles an hour. Yes. At the same at the same time, there was a gentleman in his uh, uh, Buick SUV traveling west in the eastbound lanes at sixty miles an hour. I believe the donors uh, right, yeah. call this uh, contraindicated. This is a math question. I have seen this. So, <laughs> bus leaves Jersey going sixty miles an hour, and a SUV leaves, we'll say Baltimore. How long before it? They are one. Well, apparently, yeah. somewhere in uh, in uh, is that Silk and Howard County? There, that's that's actually Savage, Maryland. <laughs> yeah, it was Savage, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh my God, Lord. this is this is not a good uh, collision. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. They said thirty-eight people on the bus, twenty-one went to the hospital. Nobody seriously injured, but yeah. the man driving the SUV is uh, he's singing in the choir, invisible. <laughs> he's pushing up daisies he's kicked the bucket run down the dirt <laughs> go through the wall uh, this is the only way I, I can remember 
I didn't see, did it mention whether he was inebriated or not, or he was just lost? I don't know whether or not they made any. They published a name today and uh, that he was from Columbia, but that's all. Right, Columbia, cause... the city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, he didn't say Colombia. He said, not Colombia. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're Maria. <laughs> was it Vergara? Yes. Not from, not from the country that... Uh, has cities with names like Cartagena. No. Look at that. So, places where we have, the, the city where we have places like Damal. Okay. The, the reason why I asked is because I have learned that uh, Dallas, no, Houston is like the drunk driving capital of the state. I'm really glad yeah. I didn't say Dallas. Yeah. Well, uh, Dallas, Dallas is, you know, they're working, they're working on it. Driving at night, your your life is in someone else's hands. <laughs> Just because <laughs> I I don't understand. I saw there there's a, there's a person that I I follow on YouTube, and he he said, you know, RIP this person, and I know he lives next to me. So I looked up the person, and I looked up the wreck, and I was like, how I mean, this the car was turned into less than pancake. Said, How is this even possible? And and then when I when I started reading about it, it was like drunk driver wrong way at maximum speed. Well, if That's, you're gonna do it, you should know. <laughs> you know. Uh, obviously, this person was like, I don't want to walk away from this, you know. Right, and he understood after he goes that many. Probably took his seatbelt off, and you know. Oh, well, I mean, the alcohol was still in the car, bottle open, you know. Wow. So once again, when we talk about did the bottle you know, spill? Country, you know, the bottle was incinerated. So oh. oh well, there's that. Okay. So when when they say you know, cold beer, my truck, my dog, they don't mean. At the same time, because <laughs> three of these things will not survive. <laughs> well, that would be all of them. So, that would... <laughs> so, so that that same morning was the morning for accidents. I needed uh, Chief and uh, Mister Browning because I was letting uh, I was letting the ill-fated dog Doug. Mm-hmm outside to to do god's work and uh, um i hear a noise that actually sounds like my neighbor and he has one of those metal uh garden sheds and it sounded like he was in there getting something it was still pretty early i mean it was light but only just when i look over well when i looked over across my neighbor's yard i saw a full-grown uh doe female deer for those of you that live in the city uh, Did you see Ray a drop of golden sun too? Yeah. Me and name, I no. call myself. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I have to hurt you both now. <laughs> you, you started, Just be I thankful did, we need to say it, okay? Uh I didn't have to I didn't have a long, long way to rub. There you go. <laughs> this poor doe was hanging uh, head first uh, by her rear leg because she tried to jump over my neighbor's fence and got caught in it. Hmm. And the noise was her struggling to get out. Mm-hmm. And there was a fawn in my neighbor's yard and another adult deer in the next door to him's neighbor. And I'm like, I know enough not to go over and try and help this out. That would be a bad idea. Right. So. Shot her. <laughs> Brought out old Rusty. I'm just thinking the end of the old Yeller, you know. Just, you know. <laughs> Dusted her off. So we got the, the blunder bus off over the fireplace. That's right. Had to, had to, had to, um, had to, you know, <laughs> ran wide, ran, ran the rock, ran, ran the wad down. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I called animal control, which here in the People's Republic, they make you go through like 40 different menus. Because I didn't have the neighbor whose fence it was. I didn't have her um, email, and it was pretty early. 
Uh, so by the time they said, all right, well, we're sending somebody out. Then by the 20 minutes later, when I went outside, the deer had freed herself and gone away. So I called and called them off. I don't think they ever left the station. So, <laughs> well, see, because you said it wrong as, as crush can tell you, you could say, Hey, I think one of them coons is loose and then <laughs> you can get a much faster response. Wow. I'd said the deer, if I said the deer was a Democrat, probably they would have showed up right away. Who, who knows? But uh, could be a could be a boater. <laughs> Do your best, Foghorn Leghorn voice. Uh, <laughs> I say, I say, I say, this. I say, there's a deer stuck in my pants. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my morning uh, before I started working hard. Hardly <laughs> working. Uh, you know, wow. Who can say? Who can say? Mm-hmm. Made myself a lovely sandwich for lunch. Had all the good coffee I wanted all day. Worked right here from from this very spot, so to speak. <laughs> you you could have said allegedly, and you know, and then <laughs> you're allegedly. <laughs> you know, one of us. I I can't remember who that was, Chief. Perhaps you do was touting how how uh, uh, he was going to be able to work from home and was, you might say, lording it over us. Yes, and one of us those did were it. lies, lies, and more lies. Yeah, one of us did it, and the other of us is just watching and might be just a tad bitter about it. Even as we speak, the orange ring is headed my way. I'm hoping I'm hoping that number one fan can... Uh, can correct him and get this uh, this this evil jealousy out of him. Nope. Number one fan thinks I'm a wonderful person because I have provided her with mobility. What have you done? Well... You got her a skateboard? No, I got her a scooter. <laughs> got her one of those are electric you, scooters. Are you serious? That's awesome. Well, okay. I have rented one for a week for her to try out. She loves oh. it. She took a duck, like a duck to water, so I will be picking it up probably tomorrow, and um, and then bringing it down to her. Bring, bring so this her. is a, so this is a try it and if you like it, buy it. Yeah, there's a there's a place. <laughs> I love the name. Okay, so I live near a a strip mall, which is used to be the parking lot of a, of a um. Oh, a, uh, a an, an event uh, called the Enchanted Forest. You can bring your kids to it, that kind of thing. Right. Oh, well, that, oh it's over in that. I know, yeah. I know that, that uh, shopping center. The shopping center is now called the Enchanted Forest Shopping Center. And this place is called Enchanted Medical Supplies, which I think is a great name because it adds a little magic to it. You know, it's like, they're not just medical supplies, but they come to life at night. Um, anyway, um so, so that was, like the teacups was a, yeah, that place in there, that little corner place next to the Mexican restaurant. That place was decidedly creepy for the longest time, but I think they've now taken down all the old uh, amusement park stuff, haven't they? Yeah, they've taken took it all over to Eliox Farm. It's all in the back end of Eliox Farm being creepy over there now. It was better with the vines and the woods uh, kind of overtaking everything. The only thing they left was the uh, was the Elf King. He's on the big sign out front. Do you remember ever going there as a kid? No, uh, I wasn't you, here when I was. Yeah, when you got here, you're like me. It was already shut down. Right, but I got to see it in a movie. What movie is it in? Uh, what's the uh, Crybaby? No kidding. No kidding. The big song and dance scene is right in front. That's right there. That's where wow. they are. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that because I never got to see it when it was, you know, not overgrown. Because there used to be a couple of pavilions right there near the parking lot of the shopping center for the longest time, and then they took them down. So what was that called? Enchanted Forest was, what is it? It was like a theme park, I guess, right? Yeah, it was like a kid's theme park. I think they had some minor rides, but it was... uh, Different dioramas that you could walk through. Well, for- Yankee Swamp Fox will remember it was kind of like a, a Storyland or Storytown USA. Well, guess what? 
good old friends at YouTube have got a clip of Crybaby at the Enchanted Forest scene. So I will include that in the show notes. Look at you. Friends of humanity didn't exist when all this was going on. I have no idea what you're talking about. The movie Crybaby? That movie's actually no. not that old. Or The Enchanted Forest. Look, what is what is not that old for you? Just wondering. I'm trying to get a time frame. Uh, anything that was around before me is old. <laughs> okay. I was, well, I, was born not after, um, I was born a week after okay. uh, uh, Alan Shepard was launched into space. So this movie came out in 1990. Okay. Then that makes it not that, I, I get it. Johnny Depp's in it. It looked, I didn't, I didn't know anything. Hmm. He's the, he's the main character. Yeah, this is this is when he had his teeth and and wine and meth hadn't ruined, haven't <laughs> had it made him permanently Jack Sparrow, you know. <laughs> wine, meth, and being with crazy women. Oh, in that case, yeah, it's it's a John Waters movie, so it's you know it's got that kind of quirkiness. Oh well, that's why it was filmed there. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. But it was like, yeah. So anyway, so um, this this wonderful enchanted um, enchanted medical supply um, had rentals. So uh, we we uh, surprised her the other day with it, and she took to it like a duck to water. And she's been driving around. the The thing is, the the walk between her apartment and the main dining area is probably close to, I don't know, quarter mile. And she would have to stop a couple of times and be, you know, pulling out her inhaler when she's trying to order her dinner. Not the other night. She parked it over against the wall, walked over the ship, ready to eat. I'm like, I guess you do. Look at you. So she's very happy about it. So we're going to get her, we're going to get her one in short order because the rental only lasts a week and I don't want to have to rent it another week while we wait for one to get there. Good to get have a turbo so she can run down young people. You know, you can buy almost as many as accessories for those things as you can for Jeeps. Really? Oh, yes. My brother-in-law, he has a Jeep, and it's like Legos for adult males because you can just keep adding things to it, right? Um, but they have, they've got a whole page. There's, so, for example... Um, there's a front basket, a rear basket, there's under the seat storage you can get, you can get an extra battery pack, you can get various different kinds of clips and, and storage facilities for canes and, uh, crutches and, uh, oh Lord, there's a place to plug a flag. Also, you, you can get a military emblem if you're a member of, you know, respected retired member of the military, they have all the different branches. So you can slap that bad boy on your scooters so people salute as you go by. Yeah, cool stuff. It's cool stuff. Number that, one fate is built a mobile. <laughs> Congratulations, oh. number one fan. I'm sorry, Chief, what? I said, what a wonderful son. I just, you know, for me, it, it, my concern was, and, you know, I've already talked to her about this, so it's not going to come any surprise when she hears this tomorrow. My concern was, you know, with her lack of mobility that she, you know, have her meals brought to her and never leave her apartment, which is not what I want her to do. I want her to get out and meet people and, you know, enjoy, enjoy her life in Maryland. It's easier to do if you are mobile. That is true. These are all facts. Oh, what was that? That was my chair. That was my chair. Are you okay? My chair pops like that because I need a new chair. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be setting up a GoFundMe, and uh, we're going to get, uh, we're just going to call it uh, Chair for Chief. Chief. Yeah, the GoFund Doug didn't go so well, so let's hope it goes better than that. I'm sorry. We should all donate. You know what we can do? We can call Oprah and The Rock because <laughs> they're really good at getting donations from people who have no money. As opposed to giving it themselves, aren't they both almost? Uh, well, one Oprah's a billionaire. Oprah's a billionaire. The Rock? the Rock is close. He, I think he's something like eight hundred million. 
And the two of them had the audacity to suggest uh, that um, regular folk need to, you know, need to pony up money and send it to the Maui rebuild fund that they had set up. And my first comment is, you know, did you did you stoke the kitty? I mean, did you, you know, are we starting from zero or did you guys put in a couple of commas? You know, and I've heard crickets. They did a commercial. Oh, oh joy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would have thought if they would have set up a uh, fund, you know, because you don't need a lot to to manage that. Just somewhere to put the money and somebody to make the deposits, and then you can decide how it gets distributed later. Well, you would think that, and and you'd be absolutely right in a logical, normal world. But apparently, they're already associated with a professional fund raising fund management group. Uh, that has, uh, oh, I don't know. Blood suckers, half... you mean? Yeah, yeah, there you go. That has about a half a dozen people making well into six digits. I think the the CEO of this whole thing makes almost a half a million dollars a year. Uh, money's got to come from somewhere. Probably a portion of proceeds. You know, that's how that works, right? It's true. So, I would donate a plugged nickel. Go, go. What about it? A... Just, you know. A hay penny? A hay penny. Ooh. Look at that. No, I mean, all kidding aside, I, if, if you want to help the folks anywhere, where there is, you know, people who just getting through yet another storm through Florida, or, you know, the fires that have destroyed, what, 80% of the plant life on, on Lanai? Um, or La- L- Lanai. Lanai? Lanai. You pronounce all the vowels. Lanai. Okay. Thank you. Um, you know, you know, find 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 somebody that you want to donate, and then check them out thoroughly, and find out you know how much money goes out versus in. It's they all have to post it. Just you know, do your homework. That's true. Um, navigators. Hey, in uh, in other news, Chief made me smile big time today. Oh, <laughs> uh, EBC and BTG are getting sued. Uh, oh, look at that. We uh, we got 37 minutes in before mentioning Disney. You know, yeah, and then for those of you that haven't been following along, EBC is Evil Bob Chapek. Mm-hmm. And BTG is Bob the Groomer. <laughs> oh, and whoever the uh, um, chief financial officer was. Some lady. Well, what they were doing was actually quite clever. And illegal, but clever nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> so in order, they were cooking the books, ladies and gentlemen. They were trying to prove that uh, Disney Plus was more profitable than it was. Right. One of the no ways, streamers making money right now. Right. One of the ways they did it, which I thought was, I was like, oh, you know, that that would do it, is um, let's say you have a show which is exclusively on Disney Plus. Hey, you run a few episodes, like, you know, the teaser episodes on Disney and then you shove all of the expenses for the production of the entire show onto Disney because the show was on Disney. Wink, wink, wink. Right, and that's and that's a different accounting book. Of course it is. No, no, we're not losing any money on the streaming. Of course not. No, this we're going to be it. This is how you know Walmart, right? You know they they charge you know eight cents a gallon for gas, right? They're right. losing their shirts on gas, but they're making it up on the hot dogs inside. You know, right? And now. You tell all the investors, no, no, we're on track to have 230, 240 million subscribers mm-hmm. by 2024. Mm-hmm. Anybody know how many they have right now? Much less. Uh, 45 million. Yeah. So they're only about 200 million short. I'm thinking, call me crazy, uh, but that's um, that is aggressive to get 200 million in a year right and i'm doing the math in my head and that's like um, many per month the writers and actors are striking to get a piece of the profits from streaming (laughs) wait wait till they find out they're striking for dust for fantasy oh they're hiding the money you're right they're hiding it just just that they're hiding their bank accounts folks that you know, oh, strike. I, this strike is what did is what did everybody in because the, you know, 
if if you keep telling people you're making a lot of money and then all of a sudden somebody says, well, I want to see the money and then there's no money, everybody's faith in you for everything goes down the hidey hole. So, yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know, this could, it's a shame that the strike ever has to end. <laughs> to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I forgot it was still going on. It's a good, it's a good point because, I mean, you know, none of the late night shows are on. Oh, and guess what? Did you see the, the late podcast thing they tried? It was, um, am I allowed to criticize, uh, quote, competitors? We've had, we probably they're, have more they're, listeners. They're, they're I'm not, sure we do. They, they, they said, uh, <laughs> I can't remember which podcast it was, but uh, they said they had 15 listeners and 14 of them weren't sure what they were listening to. So. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a wonderful idea. It's like, you know, the super friends of, of uh, late night, but yeah, nobody nobody wants to hear. No no one cares nobody. without any real writers. Yeah. And, and without creative people to give them stuff to read, these guys are, let me think, yeah, they're not funny. But the funny thing was, they didn't even want to be there. Like so everybody looked, was phoning it in. Well, so it's it's a sad thing because Fallon literally had his uh, face in his palms at some at a point, and most of them didn't know who John Oliver was. And <laughs> you know, it's like Strike you, Force like, Five. What a name! Oh, please. It was sad, but. Out of the people there, there was one guy, and I didn't know who he was, and I didn't bother to look him up. And uh, in fact, he's out of my my head already. But the, the people, the like, there was Kimmel looked like he was trying. Uh, Colbert was like, "I'm losing money, and I was told I have to do this in order to get money." And of course, Fallon was like, "I'm I'm going to hurt the person that made making me do it." <laughs> Colbert couldn't be funny if he ate a whoopee cushion, okay? You know who is funny? Hmm. DJ? Oh, yeah. Well, not on part purpose. I mean, I'm sure he didn't mean I, to come up with the world's know. greatest name. How, how do we know that that wasn't his I'd like to. I, I think you made an interesting comment earlier today, Chief. That that man no longer has a political career. Or which one? Any career? Well, the other one is going to be around long enough to have another career. So I'm going to go with uh, Secretary Booty Juice. <laughs> Sorry, I had the Secretary of Transportation called him Secretary Booty Juice. That's just that's that's wrong, sir. You know what's really wrong is it's that mean. it is because it's a it's a um, it's a term for Adderall. It's a, really? yeah, it's it's a it's a slang term for Adderall, which is the drug they give youngsters in the psych ward to keep them under control. Yeah, it's a speed. So I'm just thinking that maybe it was already on DJ's mind, <laughs> you know. You know how when you're when you're talking Maybe to somebody about you know spaghetti, and then somebody comes over and you say yes, and I'm very interested in this painting you did of spaghetti. I mean of you know modern art. You know that say like booty juice. You know. Oh my God! I read that article and I had to uh, I had to sit quietly at my desk for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. People are wondering. I got my headphones on and I'm giggling, and they're like, "There's nothing <laughs> funny at work. What are you listening to?" We've had. We've, we've had lots to do in comedy, you know? You found that wonderful site so that we can have trucker names. I know. So when we make, we make our mistake, I've been watching a show on people who have disappeared. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make sure that we got everything, you know, ready. Exactly. So let's see. Uh, what month were you born in, Chief? You should know this. I know this, but the fans don't. The month of July. July. Okay. And let's see. Chief is starts with the letter C. Let's see. So you would be uh wow, you would be muddy swinger. That's that would that's, be your your truck handle. 
That sounds tawdry. Oh my. <laughs> and I would be? Well, let's see. You would be. Same month uh, as you. Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you'd be Ratchet Only Fat Cat. Part. <laughs> ratchet Fat Cat. That's okay. Yeah, Jeep. I noticed right? that. I, I noticed that Hurricane, hers isn't so good. It's open road donkey. <laughs> Holy cow, Maddie. That's where you're wrong. We're not going to tell her. No. <laughs> Let's see. My brother would be um, one-eyed corkscrew. No. <laughs> He'd actually be one-eyed swinger. He'd be a one-eyed swinger. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, that still doesn't make it any better. No, not really. Yeah. It's that swinger part that throws everybody, you know. But booty juice I'm is that, my sure. favorite, my favorite, my favorite thing. I will, I will forever. I mean, thirty years from now, I'll watch old news clips of this time period, and all I, it would, I might get out of my walker and stare at this television or video screen or whatever we have thirty years from now, and just yell booty juice. <laughs> kind of like. Uh... Kind of like Mermaid Man. Right. Midge Mark yells at the clouds. I had no idea that was Ernest Borgnine. I really didn't. That's just amazing. I saw an, uh, uh, an article on him where he said it was the most fun he ever did. He just got to mess around and and cut up and, and he loved it. It was almost a shame to take money, but he cashed checks. Well, sure. You know, come on. who wouldn't? Huh? Who wouldn't? I guess it's no surprise to anybody here that I love coffee. I've always not anyone who's ever listened to the show, at least. Yeah, you don't have to listen to the show very long to know that, right? However, I now know what my goal in this life. When I retire is, I'm going to build a new house and it's going to be made of coffee because apparently <clears throat> somebody has come up with a mechanism of, uh, of taking coffee grounds and other organic uh, waste like that and turning it into a cement like product that's actually more structurally worthy than cement itself like very very impressive it's like 30 percent um of this concrete yeah you've actually increased the strength of the concrete by 30 percent by using coffee grounds yet another great use for coffee uh, do, will your house smell like coffee too because that would be awesome well unfortunately the time it would smell most like coffee is if it's burning down that's not good that's it's not worth the smell. I'm just, you know, I'm saying. But a house of coffee. A house of coffee is... It's almost, it's almost, I don't know. I had a, I had a t-shirt that I bought in Hawaii that was dyed using coffee, and it actually smelled like coffee. Nice. Did you ever wash it? Never. That's good. Now it smells like goon and coffee. Uh, okay. <laughs> don't, don't know how I feel about that. Me either, actually. It smells of goon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got nothing. I really got nothing. So uh, so t tomorrow's a big day, right? Doug gets released from the cone of shame. <laughs> and uh, that, I, that I have to proceed to Nationals Park, where I am unexpectedly singing the National Anthem. For the game at uh, Saturday at four. Can I state for the record by the fact that you just mentioned it, it's no longer unexpected? Well, we, yes. Thank you, Einstein. <laughs> if you know about it, then it's expected. Well, I'm going to have a good time. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the video. I will, I will let you know as soon as they have it out because, uh, as you know, I was uh, thinking I was going to be away this weekend. And that didn't happen. And I was having dinner with one of my old singing buddies. 
last week. And he goes, well, if you're going to be in town, why don't you sit with us? I go, well, I've never bought the ticket and I haven't been to any rehearsals. He goes, you, you've done this half a dozen times. So I sent an email to the director saying, can I? And I got a huge yes back from him. Do you, um, so, you remember the words? I do. So you need to see me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm Wrong. Sorry. <laughs> That's not Peyton's the one they want. very happy with you right now. Peyton. You know, they have those big bobble-headed uh, characters going to come out and beat me if I do that. <laughs> yes, I'll be in one of those suits. Will you be Teddy? Which one's Teddy? The one that always loses. Thanks. Story it's kind of like your lottery thing. That's, yeah. that's where I was. Going. Oh, oh man! While not, not dead, do work, pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, an endless loop. The, the programming of my life. <laughs> Return while Return not dead, do. <laughs> uh, well, folks. Other than working and paying bills, we're here. Thank you for listening. Like we've always said, it's cheaper than therapy. Before you go, please take a good listen to the goon because he spent a lot of time working on our commercials. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Things for the Average Baby Boomer, 60s Match, the dating service for those who know the 1960s and 70s. Tell us Ginger or Mary Ann and the actress who was the best Catwoman and we'll find your soulmate for you. Solid. People Chief's age won't be able to answer these questions. And phone dialing lessons for generations other than baby boomers. Phone humming when you pick it up? Where are the buttons? How come someone is talking when I pick up the phone? Get the skills to dial long distance and collect. Learn about the operation of plain old telephones from Happy Pole for a small fee. Happy Pole, separating millennials from their money a little at a time. And have fun the 1970s way with Retro Play 70 from the Happy Pole. Drink water from the hose. Ride bikes with your friends all day until the streetlights come on. Make some decisions on your own. Risk lawn darts and crutches special model rockets. Learn what happens when you mix gasoline with, well, anything. Be a free person like the 1970s raised children. It might hurt, but it'll be worth it. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole, LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.